accumulation, preservation, generation. At Busey Bank, these are the principles we use to build meaningful financial partnerships with our clients and their families. With sound advice and vast resources, partner with Busey for a personalized approach to your legacy. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Member FDIC. The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest in the hotline. Kevin Bowen is one half of the morning show on our sister sports station, 107.5 The Fan, KB and Andy. KB, let's start with the injury. What do we know about the timeline of Richardson's return for the Colts? Yeah, unfortunately, it sounds like he is going to miss some time. Uh, Colts still waiting. You know, just kind of official word and confirmation on how much time, but, you know, that's that's the bummer from yesterday, guys, is, you know, honestly, when you and I have had these Monday calls throughout the year, we've been talking about uh, different types of injuries, four different types of injuries, uh, four different body parts, all from runs outside of the pocket, and Richardson's development is so, so vital and, and precious this season and, and needed and all of that, and I think you'd be uh, beyond naive to just sit here and act like, oh, this is a fluke, everything will be fine. Um, you know, how long he can sustain this, the window of his career. Unfortunately, I think all of those are, you know, questions that deserve to be asked right now. And we're hearing it's an AC joint sprain of the shoulder. I guess if you're looking at the glass half full, it's not a complete separation. So I guess, would this be encouraging news, Kevin? Yeah, you know, we'll have to wait to see if surgery is needed or not. You know, some guys, you know, they can rehab this and return rather quickly. And then, you know, if the grade is severe enough, it could be a little bit more of an extended period of time. Um, Again, I I just think the bummer is he's expected to miss multiple weeks. And I think when you get into this sort of, you know, part of the season, you're playing a huge game on Sunday in Jacksonville. I mean, that would be such a great opportunity for him to, uh, to experience that and, Unfortunately, I mean, you're going to look back on his rookie season, and it, even if he does play, you know, whatever, the final you know, month and a half, two months of the season, you're still looking at a guy that missed quite a bit of time with, a, again, a, a variety of injuries. I, I think that's something that if you look at the types of hits that have sent him out of games, I don't think they're the most malicious hits or 300-pounders falling on him in the pocket. And then also, um, again, we're talking about four different body parts. It's not like he's just had like a nagging ankle or – some sort of different injury that, that that showed up time and time again. And is this just a reality that Colts fans are going to have to live with when we have this type of quarterback with his style and his motion and his um, his mobility? Yeah, Nigel, it's probably a fair way to put it. I mean, certainly, you know, the Colts would counter and say, you know, 6'4 and 240. You know, we, we felt like, you know, he, he could withstand more of that, and certainly he is a much different style quarterback than they're used to. Um, but you also do expose him to more hits when you, uh, you know, have his style. Like, you can't ignore running him because why else would you draft him number four overall? That's such an element that that, that made him as attractive as he was. And I, I think the bummer is he's shown you promise. Like, it would be one thing if you had early season inconsistencies of his playing. We would just chalk that up to, okay, you know, he's still growing. You know, he needs time. He needs support around him, et cetera, et cetera. Now the question a month into it is, you know, can he stay healthy enough? Well, it's hard to, like, improve that. It's hard to, you know, try and, oh, yeah, if we just do this and do that, 
A plus B, that should all of a sudden equal a little bit better results. I, I, injury situations don't just they don't fall into that same category as you know player improvement. So now it's Minshew mania. Gardner Minshew becomes the guy to lead the Indianapolis Colts. And you mentioned it earlier, big divisional road game, first place on the line at Jacksonville this Sunday. Does this offense change with Gardner Minshew calling the shots? Yeah, certainly. And again, credit to Shane Sykin and Gardner Minshew. I mean, he's been thrown into the second quarters of two different divisional games this season. And for the most part, it's been about what you would dream of from a backup quarterback. I mean, we've seen it here in this market. I mean, when backups get thrown into the middle of a game like that, it can be volatile, it can be up and down, and probably more down than, than up. And you know, Minshew led a trio of scoring drives yesterday, including that clock-eating drive that kind of iced the game. But certainly stylistically, you aren't going to run the quarterback. I don't think you're going to pepper opposing defenses with shots down the field. You're going to lean on Zach Moss and now Jonathan Taylor and, and certainly try to hope that your offensive line and your defense can continue to play pretty good football for you. Uh, but I think Minshew has also proven he can be an efficient quarterback. It's not just the explosive nature down the field or with his leg that you would have with Richardson. Yeah, the running back, Zach Moss, love what we saw out of him yesterday. And now with kind of the one-two punch with him and Jonathan Taylor, uh, that certainly uh, bodes well for Gardner Minshew in the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, Moss is outstanding again yesterday. I mean, he obviously had the big run, the 57-yard touchdown run. But I mean, even if you take that out, he still had, I think it was 22 carries for 109 yards, which is a great, you know, average if you slice that down to yards per carry. And it came against the number one ranked run defense. So, you know, him, I thought rookie Josh Downs, number one, um, the young wideout had a really nice game. And those are two at the start of the year, if you would told me, hey, the Colts are going to win a big week five divisional game. First time they've beaten Tennessee in five times. First time they've won a home game in nearly a year. I would not have had Zach Moss and Josh Downs at top the, you know, reasons why. But certainly, if you're picking a runner and if you're picking a pass catcher, those two would be atop that list from yesterday. So Jonathan Taylor got his wish. Jonathan Taylor and his agent—they got exactly what they were looking for. Your thoughts? Yeah, an absolutely crazy end to this story, and um, certainly a wild kind of 48 hours from Taylor's press conference on Thursday to putting pen to paper and obviously making his debut then yesterday. Now, I don't know how much you guys and I have talked about this, but I, I, could, I think I remember a conversation right before the season started where I had kind of pegged three-year extension for $39 million. To me, that, that, that slotted him in a range of not the top two running backs in the league, but kind of right on more of those traditional first and second down runners. That's what Taylor is. And again, the Colts have the money to spend. They don't spend money very often. To me, when you're talking about a player that directly impacts Anthony Richardson, still one of 24 years old, uh, it made a lot of sense to kind of do this, do it on, on the three-year extension timeline. Uh, it ended up being $42 million, so a little bit more. But hammered to your earlier point, as much as the childish soap opera drama played out in a very public manner, boy, Jonathan Taylor and his agent got exactly what they wanted. I mean, he, he right. sat out the first four weeks of the season. We can debate how healthy he was. He got paid all four of those weeks, and now he really gets paid with this extension and a lot of guarantees within it. So, again, uh, at times I thought it was very junior highest drama, but at the end of the day, uh, certainly Taylor wins, and obviously the Colts win as well because they 
know, give an offense that I think lacks explosive playmakers, they give Anthony Richardson or Andrew Gardner Minshew that type of guy. KB, we're up against it. We've got about 30 seconds left, though. But is there any concern, though, that the other players on this team, let's say Anthony Richardson is somebody you want to resign, he's seeing exactly what's going on here. If you act like a clown, if your agent runs his mouth, you can get exactly <laughs> what you want. Isn't that a bad precedence to set? Yeah, it's a totally fair point, Hammer. I would say, like, yes, they acted like a clown, but they also had a resume that was – you know, kind of Ivy League-like resume. I mean, this was the guy that set a franchise record for your rich, rich running back history just a couple of years ago. He led the NFL in rushing. He has the highest yards per carry of any running back in league history through three years. So not every guy in that locker room can take that resume to Chris Ballard and take that resume to Jim Irsay. So I think that's where you do have a little bit of a different precedent just in terms of can you back it up. It's one thing to run your mouth. Can you back it up with your resume? And Taylor certainly has one that I think is worth it. Kevin Bowen, 107.5 The Fan. Catch him mornings, uh, KB and Andy. Kevin, you're the best. Thank you. You bet. Thank you, guys.